Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm Dr. Craig Martin here with my co-host, Christina Martin. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yet again, I want to say happy September to you, September 1st. Oh, yeah. Today. Love it. I love September 1st, too. It, you know, on the East Coast, it always meant that fall was really coming and cooler weather and beautiful leaves and all of that. In Los Angeles, it's not as nice. Mm-hmm. It it gets darker earlier, but September and October, we have that wind pattern here, Santa Ana winds, and it always gets hot. So summer is like, you get to September like today, and in L.A., you're like, oh, summer, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> summer wasn't so bad. And then September and October, it kicks your, so there you go. That's how my that's how my kid swears. Every time he swears, he interjects a boop into the he 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 self edits. He self censors. How great! How great! I love that. Sweet. Yeah. Libra. Mercury and Libra with Mercury and Scorpio. Yeah. (laughs) Right. He's got the swear words, but he won't say them. He's going to be graceful about it. Yeah. Very sweet. (laughs) <laughs> so looking at the global energy, um, it we haven't had water, really, a lot of water. But now today, this morning, early, the moon went into cancer. That's kind of nice. So because it had really been a lot of air and earth, like all air and earth. And we're still sitting here with a fireless chart, basically like no fire in the chart. So the moon will go into Leo in a couple of days, but we definitely are a little light on fire and we will be for a while because, you know, the sun and Mars basically just left fire signs. Mercury and Venus are also going to go into Scorpio next. The, mm-hmm. you know, right. Water follows air <clears throat> in the chart. So fire comes after water. And yeah. since there's not a lot of water, there's not a lot of fire coming up anytime soon. But that's okay. Um, it doesn't mean that people can't engage in their creative process. And I think we've talked about that before also, is that when when the chart is light on fire, which it won't be forever, obviously, um, Mercury and Venus will go into Sagittarius not too long from now. <clears throat> but um, fire rules creativity. Mm -hmm. And it's always good to generate creativity when there's some fire in the chart. So we'll have that when the moon goes into Leo a couple of days for right now. It's a little bit light on fire. Mm -hmm. So tonight we're going to talk about Mercury and Mercury is in Libra, but Mercury rules Virgo. And that's why I thought of doing a Mercury show because the sun is in Libra. And so Mercury is sort of a very prominent energy. Um, whatever the sun sign is, the ruling planet of that sign has a prominent kind of energy because there's a lot of Virgo vibes going on right now. So those connected to Mercury and Mercury is our talk du jour. Our talk du jour. 
the talk tonight. Talk about talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I um I love that. The we are in Virgo season, but it is connected to Mercury and I think I looked up too. We're we're actually gonna be in Mercury and Libra for a long time because at the end of the month we have I think a retrograde. So good to start um the conversation about Mercury now because we're gonna have this energy for a while. So mm-hmm. want to talk about talking and communicating and what Mercury means. I was thinking about it earlier and um you know, I was thinking about first the transition through the Zodiac from Aries to Taurus to Gemini. So when we get to Gemini in the evolution, it's it's about the mind. We move from, you know, the identity-based uh, persona of Aries to the body, physical, world-based area of Taurus and then we get to the mind in Gemini and it's like removed kind of from the body and from the identity we're like outside and our ability to talk right it's about expressing it's about expressing that identity verbally Mm -hmm. so yeah I hear what you're saying but just to be clear it's about transitional ideas of uh, in astrology that are um, about how each sign builds on the next so Aries is who we think we are, and then Taurus is the body that we're actually residing in, which connects with our identity, obviously very strongly. Part of who we are is expressed by the body that we're in. And then, though, we actually get an opportunity to communicate, uh, and and that's Gemini, and that's also Mercury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mercury is like the process of figuring out what's going on inside of us and putting words to it and what's going on outside of us and putting words to it. Like, and, you know, encountering the chaos of the world and finding patterns and being able to name things and being able to describe it to others. It's a way to connect to other people is by language, using this words that have it's essential right it's it's essential i was listening to beautiful whale sounds the other day came across like a really beautiful scientific clip of whales communicating with each other it was a whole pod and i don't know how they even filmed it because the water was pretty clear but there must have been some guy underneath there swimming along with them or something. But there must have been about eight or nine of them. And they were all swimming. And, you know, say two or three of them were in the foreground. But you could see five more going out into the, the, into the deep. And they were all really talking to each other. Like really talking. You could, you could tell that it was, even though it was some weird alien language, that... Mm. They were talking, like they were clearly like communicating mm-hmm. what I would call talking, right? They're making mm-hmm. so- they're making sounds and mm-hmm. one would be like, and the other one would, they were answering each other. So like they were definitely communicating while they were swimming along. Mm-hmm. 
and how fascinating. Oh, my gosh, what were they saying? What do whales have to say? We're right, so curious. And I, I don't think that we know. I mean, they they definitely know some things about animal communication, you know, certain species of animals, right? They make, even birds make different kinds of calls, <clears throat> different kinds of bird noises for mm-hmm. attracting a mate, um, just singing about the morning, and then also if there's some danger around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alerting predators. Yeah. yeah. That's more limited. Um, that's right. more limited. Obviously, there's basic kind of communication, and then it goes all the way up to human communication. Um, not to say that whales are not communicating on a really sophisticated level. Who would know? Yeah, right, exactly, exactly, yeah. And I was thinking, too, like birds do really good at, like, mimicking. There is that, like, mimicking function that birds do, yeah. or they can, like, mimic what a human says, make the same noise, the, the Humans same Humans happen to be very good at mimicking, right? Humans, yes. humans mimic animals and and right that's one of the first things that you teach a child when you're doing basic mercurial communication (laughs) right and the cow goes moo right right? and 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 the cat goes meow and it's very fundamental and basic in in childhood Mm -hmm. communication with with two-year-old children is that mm-hmm. you actually get them to make animal sounds by imitating the sounds for them. Right. Right. It's so interesting to think, why do we do that? <laughs> Children will hear a dog bark and they'll bark back at it. You know, they'll, uh-huh. they'll, they'll get, they'll, they'll, it's one of the first things they'll get your attention and like they've heard it and they'll be like, rough. You know, and you're like, yes, that's the dog, and dogs bark, and that's called barking. And, yeah, yeah, fascinating, really interesting tangent there, because mercury is a fundamental um, energy that we express in astrology that's guiding all of this, that's guiding animal communication, human communication, mimicking, human mimicking, you know, and mm-hmm. humans mimicking each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love For to do that or yeah, right yeah there's humor involved in there too which is part of mercury for sure right humor right. or right. what do we, you know we mimic somebody even if we if we like them it makes us feel connected too we like like what they're saying or like their you know their mannerisms or whatever and we mimic that we pick up on their action we mirror them all yeah. the information that they're giving us we it's take a it in very basic in astrology. Mercury rules thinking, the way we think. And the way we think evolves. Right? Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't think the same. If you've met a teenager lately, you'll know that they don't think. I mean, they don't think the way that we do. <laughs> Freudian slip. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Children don't think the way that teenagers think, and 20-year-olds don't think the way teenagers think, et cetera, et cetera. And then by the time you turn 60, you're thinking in a completely different way. And so there might be some fundamental similarities. Things build on, you know, like I don't Mm -hmm. think that when you turn 60, you necessarily lose the communication skills of 10 years old. You don't. It's just that it's evolved into something new. Mm. 
So mercurial energy evolves with age because it's a part of the body and the, and the mind. It's, yeah, it's all a part of what uh, exists only in the, you know, the now moment. Once we die, mm. it's all gone. Mm. All that mercury The body, the personality, and the mind. And the mind, yeah, right. All gone. I mean, some people lose their mind before they die. Right. Yeah. Or their body and still have the mind. Yes. Yeah. Some Mm -hmm. people, unfortunately, lose their body before they die. Yeah. Separate. And some people lose their personality before they die, especially if you're looking at politics right now, you can see there's a lot of people who have lost their personality <laughs> and their mind. <laughs> they only have their body. <laughs> That's funny. So Mercury rules the way we think, and when you combine it with a specific sign, right, mm-hmm. um, you get a specific kind of way of thinking. So Mercury mm-hmm. in Aries might be someone who thinks in a very straightforward and um, fearless way. Somebody yeah. who has Mercury in Cancer might think in a nurturing, protective, and um, caring way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I mean, there is definitely like the intuitive artistic, creative, imaginative way of thinking. And then there's the realistic, practical, responsible way of thinking. There, there's just a lot of different ways that our minds can stretch. Well, now you're talking about the elements, and that's right up my alley because I wrote a whole book about the elements. And, yes, there's definitely the creative way of thinking, the more verbal intellectual way of thinking the emotional way of thinking and the practical way of thinking because that's fire air water and earth Mm. and um that's something that i absolutely love and adore because i think that for most people a real basic understanding of mysticism and mystical energy can be understood by just really being more clearly in tune with the four elements. Hmm. So you don't even have to know all 12 signs. You only have to know the four elements and you've got a lot of information. Fascinating. So many clues, putting patterns together. So exciting. My magnifying glass out. Right. (laughs) I'll search for clues. Yeah. Yeah. Another Mercury thing. Mm-hmm. I'm still really enjoying the whole animal communication thing that we were talking about a minute ago. I find that really mm-hmm. fascinating. And also, it was unexpected, um, listeners, that many times Christina and I will talk a little bit prior to the show about what we're going to talk about. But we did very little tonight in that way. Mm-hmm. We just knew we were going to do a Mercury show. And as teachers of astrology, we certainly have a really full repertoire of information about mercury like we could talk about mercury for hours probably but Mm. so we didn't really talk very much and so for the show to have gone to that place of like childhood communication and basic communication and mimicry and animals and animal sounds and eyes that really that really tickled me because (laughs) 
I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. expecting my mind to be like, oh, wow, of course, you know, Mercury is so basic. It's the alphabet. It's the alphabet and every animal noise you've ever heard and every animal noise your mother made to try to show you what noise the animals make. That's Mercury. All the way up to some big legal document sitting in front of you for the closing of a house. Or if you've ever had to go in and buy a car, all that paperwork that comes spewing out of the computer that they lay down in front of you that you sign document after document after document, that's Mercury, all of it. And the pen you're using to sign with. (laughs) I love it. I was, you know what I was thinking too about, you know, that, you know, the concept of even just the animal, you know, the animal communication coming out right now. We didn't plan for that. And that also feels like Mercury. The, it does. The communication from something else just, you know, popping into our brains. The spontaneity because the mind is unfocused. Until we train it to focus, it is unfocused. Mm-hmm. That's why the mind is the thing that we tame in meditation. Mm-hmm. The mind is the thing that needs to be controlled in meditation. The bouncing thoughts, the monkey and the brain. way in which the way exactly that's what it's called in Buddhism. Exactly Hinduism. Yep. The bouncing thoughts, the mind ricocheting all around, going from one topic to another, never being contained, no focus. And if you understand metaphysics at all, you'll know that what it is that you manifest is what it is that you most focus your mind on. Mm, So if you have a focused, if you have a focused mind, you can more clearly bring about what it is that you're looking to have in your life. A scattered mind can never do that. And that's also something about Mercury and the way that it's aspected in our charts, right? Hmm. You mean like if it's scattered, if it's getting... Just the way Mercury is aspected in our chart. What if you had Jupiter square Mercury in your chart? Then you just are aggrandizing all the things all the time. Mm -hmm. Like spinning, spinning, spinning. And what if it was Mercury in Aquarius, you know, with Jupiter in Scorpio, square Mercury in Aquarius? Then you're like just all buzzing. Your head is buzzing, you know. People who have a lot of mercurial energy in their chart, like people who have Mercury in Virgo or people who have Mercury in Gemini, can be a lot of, it can be a lot. You know, when you when you go into a session with them and you're like, you think a lot, <laughs> you're in your head a lot. Those people are always like, I do, I really do. I've never, I, I've been doing this for years and years, I've never had one person with Mercury in Virgo or Mercury in Gemini, and I say you're in your you're in your head a lot. Never had anybody say to me, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I yeah. I have Mercury and Gemini. Yep, that's all. Agree to that. <laughs> <I'll be laughs> the guinea yeah. Yeah. You had a lot, you know, like or or the ruling planet is in Virgo, mm-hmm. which again is you know ruling Gemini. It's not a state. It's not. I mean, sorry, the ruling planet is Mercury. So anytime in the chart, if there's Virgo rising or Gemini rising, mm-hmm. it, the mind is very busy. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and it can be. It's not like people who have Mercury in Taurus, right, or Mercury right. in Capricorn, um, or even Mercury in Aries. Uh-huh. Uh, I know. I'm trying to think of what that even – it's hard for me to think about what that is, is like. It's calmer. It's calmer, right. It's calmer. It's more methodical. Mm-hmm. It's a more methodical mind. When you see Mercury in Taurus, you say to the person, like, um, it may take you a little bit longer to learn something, but once you learn it, you remember it forever. Mm-hmm. Right. There is the focus. Rather than an air sign, Mercury, which could be extremely fast, but in one ear and out the other. There's got to there's got to be room for more information. <laughs> more, more, more insatiable need for information. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like the, um, I was thinking too about, the, you know, like the tarot, tarot and like the how, you know, what is it? The magician, right? That's Mercury. The magician. Perfect. I love it which talks Mm -hmm. about manifestation. And we were just talking about that. You Mm -hmm. have to be able to use your mind to manifest, but not if you can't focus it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, something's not just going to happen out of thin air. comes from thoughts. And feelings. And feelings. Yes. Thoughts and feelings make the magic, the combination Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to have a little water in your chart. Got to have a little bit of water. A little, yeah, because sensitivity. Because that's where the power is. Mm. Emotions are what make. Too. Well, emotions are what make the impact on the like the whatever whatever it is that we're in the matrix. Mm-hmm. Right? Emotions mm-hmm. make the impact on the matrix because emotions are water. So. Mm-hmm. Water is like a membrane, you know, and it, yeah. it, it's reactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the mind, it's, it, it, does, it does trick us. Sometimes we can't shut it up, but it hosts a lot of power, mm-hmm. you know, thinking, learning, communicating, teaching. It also, Negotiating, like, navigating, socializing, educating. It, it has the power to to take you down too. There's like that shadowy side, like so powerful too. If you're too in your head all the time. Well, I mean, the little devil and the little angel on both sides of your shoulder are the mind. Uh huh. Right. So. Yes, I'm sure the little devil can take you down if you spend too much time listening to it. Yes, or being unfocused, that Jupiter contact, that Jupiter square. The mind will also justify because it's connected to the ego. So that's Mm. why the mind is a difficult thing, because the mind will justify um, negative behavior by telling you that it's okay to do Mm. you know from the most banal thing like it's okay to like let your kid take a you know 
chocolate raisin out of the the bulk bin at the grocery store, you know, like when uh-huh. that's not really okay. Still like teaching your kid to take something like and and not pay for it, even though they're eating yeah. it right there in the aisle. Right. That's very simplistic. But Jesus, it goes all the way up to cheating on your wife. Right. Being able and to beyond. And beyond that. And way beyond that. Yes. And way, way beyond that. What the mind will tell people is okay to do. So, yes, bring you down? Absolutely. Only water, then, brings you back to your conscience. Mm. But that's not about the mind. Mm -mm. Right. And our belief systems, too, that we hold so strong in the mind shapes how we are, what our value systems are, all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very experiential. So it's another thing about the evolution of the mind, right? So a lifelong, lifelong accumulation of experience and interaction with other people and what it is that you've been taught, that influences what the way in which you think. Mm-hmm. If you spent time growing up in a more violent or racist household, or you have experiences where you grew up, where you were negatively influenced, then you're going to grow up and have those belief systems. And that's the way your mind is going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. So narrow mindedness is taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if someone passes away, you all of a sudden think differently you're thinking oh this doesn't matter anymore and i think that i should do this now or speak in this way or you know take actions in my life think differently it just makes you change your thought patterns yeah yeah so experiences definitely definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the inner state yeah and right, as again, the, it, it brings me back to the way in which meditation teaches us that we need to tame and control the mind. Otherwise, it's just a loose cannon. And only through a meditative process, mostly, although therapy also is a meditative process because it causes us to view the way in which we're thinking. Mm. So meditation, therapy, these kinds of things, that they, 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 bring us to a place where where we're where we're where we confront the mind mm. right like the meditative process is okay so i'm just going to sit and be quiet right and then of course you'll sit and be quiet and then you'll think about what am i making for dinner and oh how much money did i make last week do i have enough money to pay the bills for next week and what am i going to buy you know my kid for his birthday and when you think that you tell yourself okay, we're not doing that right now. We're just being quiet and silent. Mm-hmm. And strange. the mind yes. doesn't really like that, but it's something that you can condition it to do. Right. And then you realize that there's a space between the thoughts. Yes. And that's, yes. Above, and that's above the mind. Right. And it's above Mercury. Definitely, yeah. that's above that's above Mercury's pay grade. 
<laughs> I was going to say pay grade. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. How exciting. How exciting just past the mind. We can find that. Yeah. Other other bodies, right? Other bodies. Our mental body, our physical body, our mental body, our emotional body, our etheric body, our spiritual body is a little, you know, heady, um, mystical philosophy. But, yeah, our, our actual, the body that we're in goes beyond the physical boundary that we feel and it interacts with other people. And one of the first ones is the mental, uh, the mental thinking body, right, mm-hmm. right close to the physical body and right there on the surface and the emotional body also right there as well. Well, what an interesting conversation. I love it. And I think that it's amazing that we conveyed, as Mercury is the messenger God, so much information between each other and with our listening audience tonight. I know. So great. It just came came right out, came to all your earlobes. Well, listen, everybody, you've been listening to Craig and Christina on the Inside Connection. We're here every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Join us next week when we're going to be talking about the new moon in Virgo. I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you then. Good night. Good night, everyone.